Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hey, uh, welcome to Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Today we're here with Alice. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Alice. Um, I study law at Trinity College, Oxford, and I'm going into my second year. Nice. Um, and today we're going to be talking about um, how to write a personal statement for law. Um, so, um, Alice, um, before we get onto the law side, um, what general advice do you have for writing a personal statement? So the advice that I was given um, is pretty general anyway, as I come from a school where no one had applied to an Oxbridge um, degree before. And they approached it the exact same way that they approached a job application, which I think is always pretty helpful advice because you know an application at the end of the day is an application um and it was very fun and easy three-point message that stuck in my head that they used to say which was you know what do you want to do why do you want to do it and what progress have you made so far in you know achieving that goal and that's how I structured my personal statement before I'd even added any of the you know the details about the law what what is the thing that I want to do, which is my degree? Why do I want to do it? Um, and what had I done about it to prove that I wanted to do it? So I'd say they're good things to reflect on when you're both choosing your degree and approaching the personal statement. Nice. Um, yeah, I've never actually heard that approach before, but it is uh, it is aligned with a lot of other advice that I've heard in terms of uh going about your personal statement but in terms of like going about it the same as the job application is new to me but um it does yeah now i can see how um they're both like satisfy each other um what what like what ways have you seen or like, can you think of of how someone would um exemplify or like prove almost that um uh they've like gone up they've gone out their way to show that they want to study law, so that third point you're making. What, like, can you think of any examples of like what uh, prospective law students could do, or prospective students in general? First, I think it should very much build on the second point that I referred to, which is, you know, why do you want to do this degree? And applicable for any degree, you know, you should, especially if you're applying to Oxbridge, you should have a good understanding as to why you want to study that subject. Um, so it could be anything um, for myself I have a lot of personal connection with the law which is what made me become interested and then in my personal statement I detailed you know how I'd further explored the law which was for me was through work experience I wrote to a lot of local companies and went to the local court and things like that and found that you know I, I was interested and although I'd not really had an exposure to law in my education before it was something that I wanted to do um anyone who studied perhaps law at a level that is definitely something you know you could use to show um yeah I've been thinking about this for a while I am definitely invested in this idea of the degree and perhaps if it's a new idea you can even find things online it's very easy to find um so podcasts or you know even the law section of different newspapers like the Guardian or the BBC completely free to read and all you have to do is pick out a story that interests you you know discuss why it interests you in your personal statement perhaps a, a comment that might come to mind if you agree with the argument in the article um why you think that 
that's always you know a very easy thing to do um and also good to just reaffirm with yourself you know you're investing a lot of time into your degree so make sure there is definitely um a few reasons that you can spell out on paper that you want to do it um as to why you want to do it nice um I just wanted to add on to that in terms of like reading materials um I don't know if you know about those like very short instruction uh, series uh so there's like these small books uh by the Oxford University Press uh, publisher and they all have like a very short introduction to different topics um like and in terms of law I know there's one on law uh, philosophy of law and loads of like different types of law that I quite a bit I think um I think anyone reading or listening uh even just the the one into law would be pretty satisfactory to give some ideas for personal statements and they're the best thing about them is that they're like 80 80 86 pages so very very small pocket sized books um but yeah that's um that's how all those materials sound really good um that does was... sound good sorry I should also add in um uh, depending on where you're from so I'm from a big city and our local bookshop's got a little reading section so you can also skip the cost and just flick through when you're in there um even just grabbing a legal textbook you know if you go to a library and you go through to the law section find whatever you can flick through and then you can generally get a good little idea even just from the contents page of some things that you might want to explore further like even just a google search to go okay that sounds interesting you know I'll look a bit more into this or that side really doesn't interest me I'll go find something else that's another useful way yeah sorry to cut over you there yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, just yeah. sure that is something I've done so ah, nice uh, that's really cool um yeah yeah it's yeah it's, yeah it's amazing how much the blurb can actually the blurb and contents page can give you rather than reading the whole reading the whole text um so in terms of uh, law person statements what advice do you have for prospective students writing a personal statement for law? Um, again, I would say to just really emphasise why you're interested in the law, because um, the law itself is such a broad thing that it is just like many different subjects in one. Um, so for example, in my personal statement, I spoke a lot about family law, and specifically ideas to do with, um, you know, adoption and the children's side of the law and how the law deals with looking after minors, which is something I was very interested in. Um, whereas I know one of my very close friends also studies law and they were speaking about, you know, the um, monopoly of companies in the world and how the law regulates companies and you know, I was just like, I don't have a clue how that works. <laughs> so really, it can be, you know, anything. Just make sure it definitely reflects on, you know, why you want to study law, because that will come across, especially at Oxbridge, where, you know, in the interview, they may follow up on a point or they may ask you a bit more. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's much more that can really be added beyond just really show that, you know, this disagrees for you for um legal careers especially a lot of people start out in a different subject and then may do a conversion course to law and carry on you need to prove you know that you definitely want to go into the law degree now because if you just have a, a general passion you know what's to stop people thinking you know you could easily study history and then do the conversion course later on or if perhaps you like the law and 
he may show a bit more of an interest in the historical side of it. You know, again, someone could bring that up and go, well, are you truly interested in the law? It's such a, a broad thing. It can be both a blessing and a curse to try and prove that you're interested in. So, yeah, um, just make sure you reflect on what has drawn you to it specifically. Nice. Um, I was wondering, uh, could you expand on what so you said there's family law, but um, what does that mean? Like, are, what are, are there other types of law? Could you like give us a rundown in the different types? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so practically anything that you can think of in the world, uh, there will be a region of law that governs it. Um, so obviously, I was very interested in family law when I was growing up. I'm now less so interested. Um, but that is the, the natural progression of studying law. I think you really do root out what you're interested in and what, you know, perhaps you, you may have a passing interest in, but you're not as invested in. Um, so, yeah, in in terms of legal careers, there are perhaps three main practices that people reflect on, um, which is family law, um, governing, you know, personal relationships with personal relationships. So things like marriage and uh, adoption, children, um a few a few other sides of it which perhaps aren't as pleasant I know um I've been lucky enough to do a bit of work experience in family law and there's also some that covered domestic abuse things like that um on the flip side there's also criminal law which is probably what most people think of when they think of the law um pretty bog standard you know you commit a crime you go to court you hopefully get sent away if you are guilty um and everything surrounding that area and then probably the biggest um, area that covers so many different different aspects of life is commercial law, which regulates companies um, and practically everything you can think of in terms of you know the business world and laws connections with companies and clients as bodies as opposed to the individual. Um, and that's currently the area that I'm also interested in. And under that umbrella term, you have everything from real estate, so like the selling of houses and, you know, licensing properties down to ooh, um, media law and uh, what's called intellectual property law, which is a really fascinating area of the law um, in terms of protecting an idea that you've had and copywriting an idea and um, kind of trademarking things. Uh, so yeah, it literally expands everywhere you think of. Even this morning I was reading the news and um, there was an article on how someone's um, bought their own meme and how they're going to sell that off for a half a million pounds. And I just think that's, you know, absolutely ridiculous and not at all what you think of when you think, oh, yeah, the law, what, what work does the law do? Apparently it sells memes and it puts people behind bars. So Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah when, I, when I say the law is broad, I mean you can pretty much relate it to anything you can think of wow nice um one thing as one thing another question i had is that uh, in terms about commercial law there's always like in terms of like uh politics and like the relationship between uh government and like private like private sector and um is it is it like through commercial law if it, like if when you when like you hear the news or news articles or in history um governments like putting restrictions on like the private sector is that through commercial law is is that am i right in thinking that um i would say so um when i'm very much career driven at the moment um and second year you know i'm 
applying for a few jobs at the moment and um that's probably why I've brought up that example but yeah I would I would say so uh generally anything to do with the government tends to be thought of as public law but when they're just issuing statutes you kind of have to look at um, which is sorry like written law um you have to look at who that's addressing and who that will concern to kind of think ah, it'll be related to this area um so if they issued something relating to like children like I said my interest in family law then immediately the family law lawyers would be like right that's something we have to get on we have to look at that and understand that and consider this from now on um and if it was something to do with um oh what's what's one at the moment perhaps more generally the data protection acts um that obviously affects everybody but more so companies when they collect um, information of customers and things like that so that'll definitely be the way that it's flagged and you know people's attention is drawn to it um, i'm not sure if that answers your question sorry no, it does <laughs> um but yeah it does uh especially the data protection is a good example of what i was thinking um, before we carry on, I always had another question that I've always thought of about um, when thinking about like the law, I guess more in terms of criminal law. Um, is it like, so in terms of deciding like if an action is moral or not, and it seems like quite, uh, is, is it, how do like laws form and how do people decide that something's right or wrong. Do you know? Like, can you? Is it? Is it quite? Do you, is it? Is it that common sense, or is it that they know? Is it like a law? Like people who make the laws know that there's a chance that this might not be right, or etc. Because I think yeah, that's quite a big uh, thing that on my mind. Um. Yeah. So perhaps a bit more generally to kind of break it down a bit when the law is decided it's generally um it's a historical thing so we work on a common law system and god i hope i'm getting this right um, but we work on a common law system which means we we tend to look back at the previous law and then just kind of adjust it and fiddle about with it and so it suits you know what we need it to do today um but to do that, you need a certain amount of authority. So the first port of call is the government who have that authority because they are democratically elected by us. And um, everything is, you, you might have heard of um, everything having to pass through the Queen when a law is passed. So that is um, official, but very much symbolic in the sense that, yes, we need the Queen's approval, but ultimately the Queen has to do what the government says. So it is in fact. Um, the government perhaps the main authority and they'll often pass statute which is written law um, which is one of the highest forms of law that you can get so there's different levels to um, forms of law um, that'll then be taken on by the courts and the courts will look into that law when they're in a case and if there's a dispute they'll interpret what the government has written um, apply it to that case and then in future cases perhaps concerning a similar situation or a similar issue arises they'll consider both the legislation and the previous judgments of cases um, so it's very much a, a kind of reflective process um, in terms of morally right and wrong uh, I think that a lot of the time they like to think they're doing what is morally right and wrong but also what is morally right is not always the aim um, 
criminal law specifically I did not have a good relationship with criminal law criminal law was not the one for me um but one area I remember being very interested in when writing my personal statement was uh, the law around um you know sex work and prostitution and things like that because on one hand morally you could argue you know this um this may not be you know the best thing but then on the other hand you could argue you know this is someone's living um should there not be regulations and law in place to ensure that they can do this in a safe and um in a safe way that you know won't harm themselves and won't harm society um as much as we can do um so that might be a little area of interest but there's definitely the law has always got someone creating an argument about it there's always an issue that someone thinks is right someone thinks it's wrong and that's one of the things that I love about it um literally anything that you can interpret can be taken a million different ways and there's some very obvious ones that you're obviously made is wrong that's definitely one that you know is definitely built on common sense and perhaps even religion to some extent um but there are perhaps some more you know shady areas such as at the moment they're discussing a freedom of speech um piece of statute which I really need to read into more than I have but um you know there'd be a lot of people arguing it's morally wrong to limit freedom of speech um in particular I think this is aimed at the internet and then there'd be a lot of people saying well you know look at the harms that online like trolling and comments can cause we need some form of law and where you stand on that is very much a personal issue and one of the reasons why I love studying the law <laughs> yeah that does sound that's really interesting yeah, yeah. Um, nice. And so uh, moving a bit more back to the personal statement, uh, sorry for the slight adrift, um, but hopefully those <laughs> ideas, yeah, hopefully those ideas will help uh, prospective students with like uh, thinking of what kind of things they can write in their personal statement. But um, should the statement, the personal statement involve anything with why someone wants to become a lawyer or is the, person, the law personal statement uh, should it be devoted to or mostly devoted to why they want to study law? Yeah, so um, the personal statement, I would say there is a very fine distinction in saying why you want to study law. And it's very easy to kind of instead talk about your desire if, you know, you want to be a lawyer. Um, and they're two completely different things. <laughs> so definitely address your personal statement towards the idea of studying law as a degree um as a degree it's a lot more um research-based there's a lot more um perhaps theory that you're going to be considering and arguments that you're going to be making you know whether the law is right whether the law is wrong whereas in practice um you'll very much most of the time just be stating the law um in terms of practice and solicitors practices you'll more often than not be using business skills than legal skills um or perhaps an equal weight I probably uh, have that a little bit wrong um <laughs> and if you're in a court then you know you can also argue you know the law's wrong but ultimately as I said we're um on a common law system so you have to be reflective as to what the law actually is and what it has been as opposed to what you think um so there is that huge distinction with the degree and with practice um yeah sorry I, I think that's I was expect myself to say more there but I think that's kind of summarized yeah. it quite well um, yeah nice um so moving on uh 
what was your experiences like writing your personal statement and uh and like what topics did you like uh choose or like what yeah what material did you start decide to write about etc so my personal statement i um i done it little by little i was quite organized and very strict with myself um as I'm very much a procrastinator and this is something I thought no you need to get this right <laughs> but I knew I wouldn't do it in one in one big go so any procrastinators out there I highly recommend just breaking it down and doing it little by little um I would say for my experiences it was very much kind of a self-reflective process again you have to very much emphasize you know why law why this degree and putting that down on paper was was quite tricky um so yeah definitely allocate some time that you can think about those things and allocate some time of you know expressing it in the way that you want to um and make sure to check it with as many people as you can whether that's you know your school even to I show my brother um I said what do you think of this he's like well I don't have a clue about law but I, I think I can tell that you know you want to do it which you know removing that that kind of legal side to things and the emphasis on the academics can even be helpful in its own right just to say you know does this seem like I really want to do it does it like you know get my point across that you know this is what I want to do for the next three years and I, I would actually recommend highly showing it to someone who perhaps um doesn't have any interest in academics or you know has been removed from academics for a fair while um sorry I, I think again that's another one that I've just kind of said everything more concisely yeah. than I expected. Yeah, it's fine. Is it? Yeah, I mean, uh, the concise is always the way forward. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And uh, but in terms of you're talking about work experience, uh, if you're writing a law personal statement, should prospective students feel like they they need to have done work experience? And a hundred percent no. Um. So. It can be helpful in some ways and definitely, you know, um, explaining your passion for law and perhaps where it might have come from. You know, you might have done a placement somewhere with somebody and that's why you started thinking about the law. But it's 100 percent not necessary. Uh, number one, because it's notoriously difficult to get. Um, so I was very lucky in being able to get work experience. And I know so many of my friends on the law course have never done any legal work experience um again I would really flag that it's important to have the desire to study the degree and it's not necessary to want to do a legal career um as I mentioned I think I think I mentioned before um a lot of people tend to do a different degree first like history or you know a lot of sciences even um and then do a conversion course one for one year after their degree so that they can practice some law and have a legal career um and at the same time, a lot of people who do a law degree don't end up going into a legal career. So work experience is a completely separate thing. Um, if you want to do a legal career, work experience is brilliant. Um, you will need it at some point, but not for the degree. Um, if there is anyone who wants to do some work experience and perhaps is finding it tricky to get, um, I would say local courts is a really good thing that you can, you know, go in, you can phone, phone them up, find out if there's any chance that you can go sit in and watch a case. Um, I'd done that a fair few times and even though I wasn't very interested in, in criminal law which is mostly what I was dealt with in the courts in my area um, it's still really good insight to be able to have and to understand you know how courts work and 
um, a few issues that were being brought up and even managing to speak to a few barristers um, on occasion. Like one, one occasion, very luckily, I, I got some courage and I went and spoke to a judge in the waiting area in the foyer. <laughs> Um, so they're invaluable insights and I would also say with the everything that's going on at the moment with COVID um, anyone interested in perhaps commercial law or potentially family law um, there's a website called The Forage um, and a lot of um, big legal names have put on virtual work experience on there which is free to do which again might be a good insight um, but don't associate work experience too heavily with the degree because as I say they're two completely different things um, and it can, it can be good for showing, you know, this is why law, but it's not the be all and end all. And it's certainly not what your degree is going to look like. So do you think beyond? Nice. Um, what favourite things have you found in your law degree? Um, can I say my friends? <laughs> I'm friends with mostly lawyers at, um, at university and and being able to be like speaking about something that I'm really passionate about with people who are equally passionate is such an exciting new experience, but I suppose you get that with every degree. Um, more so towards the degree though, I really like that it's so varied. Um, so you might've got a sense before from me saying, you know, the law is a very broad thing. Um, it's just endless. It's honestly endless. And even as we speak, there's probably a new law that's come out in the past day or so and I'm fairly certain that there is and it's in the back of my head and I can't think of it but it's always changing there's always variety there's always discussion and you know talking about is this working what should we do next and um, the things that you can very much see reflected in everyday life so my favorite thing that I always do is when I, I get on the bus or the train and I buy a ticket and I walk away and, and in my head very in a very nerdy way go oh that was a contract like you'd never think of it but I've just entered into a contract um so yeah um speaking of contracts I would say as well, I very much love how you know your interests may not always line up with what you enjoy in the degree so I came into the degree very much expecting to enjoy criminal law which I did not um and I came into the degree very much expecting to despise um, contract law, um, which is now my favourite subject that we've studied so far, and Roman law, which I should mention is very specific to the Oxford degree. Um, and, you know, in a very typical Oxford way, it's the history of ancient Rome and the legal system of ancient Rome. And um, you never really piece while studying it, you know, why are they teaching us this? This is, you know, dead law this is not relevant at all and then you sit back and you kind of reflect on everything from the past and you go hang on a minute that's the Scottish legal system that's a lot of the uh, legal system saying like South Africa um my tutor was from South Africa and very much she was emphasizing you know these things that you learn they can be found everywhere so yeah a, a very long-winded explanation I really enjoyed that you know my degree is everywhere even if I'm not studying I can find something to do with law and think on it and um kind of had that little academic debate with myself <laughs> in a very nerdy way but no nice that sounds very cool yeah. nice um that no, is very cool um what qualities do uh, the university look for in uni in a law student um if any qualities 
Um, so this is a question that I know law students get asked a lot and the tutors get asked a lot and there's no real answer. Um, so the typical qualities that you'd expect in a good student, which, you know, most students who apply to university will have them. Um, you know, you have to read a lot in law, um, more so than in other degrees, you will be reading tons and tons of things. Um, so make sure that you enjoy reading, number one, if you want to apply for law. Um, or if you don't enjoy reading, make sure that you're interested in law enough to be able to do the reading. Um, say listening and being able to articulate your opinions is very important and something that's very much emphasized in uh, the law degree you know being so focused on you know is the law working should we change it is critical thinking um so it's well and good you know reading these articles but you need to be able to form your own opinion you know do you agree with them do you not agree with them do you have a different take why is that um one thing i would say is really good to um kind of reflect on critical thinking is reading the news and like I said, just go on to the BBC or The Guardian or um, even some more legal specific websites like the Law Gazette. It's very dry, but it helps you find things a bit quicker than, you know, your average newspaper might relate into the law um, and kind of think, you know, what interests me? Uh, pick that article and then read through and go, OK, what's it saying? What's it arguing? Do I agree with this? Why not? Um, or why so most of the time I don't agree I'm very argumentative so <laughs> good lawyer but um, not always ideal um, that is the number one thing I would say especially for the Oxbridge where you have to articulate your opinions weekly and and tutorials um, and speaking of tutorials that would be the last thing I'd say on that point is you know, the, the very selective uh, Oxford and Cambridge um, for every degree and um, more so than looking for, you know, a cookie cutter of a student. They're very much interested in, you know, the individual I've found in my experiences um, because, you know, what is someone else's strength, maybe someone else's weakness and the tutorial system makes it very easy for you to cover each other in that way. So whereas, um, a lot of time I will struggle with getting my ideas down on paper and that's something I'm definitely working on my tutorial partner is brilliant at that and we've had many times where we've sat together and he's helped me out I've helped him out um and it, it's very it's both very nice to get to be able to work with your peers in that way and also great because you get to utilize your strengths and work on your weaknesses so be yourself let your natural strengths shine through um and yeah, and even if you don't know what they are, they will come across. So, no, I think uh, I think mentioning the tutorials is like a really good point as well because I think so. If anyone who doesn't know, tutorials are when um, uh, your student like uh, students studying the same subjects, so will have um, a classroom with their tutor, and normally it's a two to one cheat, like two students to one uh, professor. Uh, teaching or three to one, uh, four to one or one to one, that tends to be around the number. And, um, and I think, uh, as you were saying, like exactly what you're saying, uh, tutorials really shows how there's no like cut out cookie perfect uh, Oxford student that people do really well vary. Like I know in my shoots, my tutorials, um, you can, you have people who are very 
like extroverted and very talkative and very engaging and very like will talk a lot of the time and happily express their ideas and through discussion will work out uh where they've gone uh right and wrong and you have other students who um seem more seemingly perceptive or like more quiet but um will like gay like consume everything in the room and then once they've had an informed opinion will say something that tends to uh sort of like sum up the conversation and then like move on and uh and i guess the point i'm making is that you can be either or anything in between or anything entirely nothing like that it's all it all only comes down to uh how much you enjoy the degree in whichever means any individual goes through that uh, there is no like uh stereotypical oxford student um that will get you into oxford uh, I guess I assume you'd agree with that at last. Oh, 100%, 100% agree with that. Um, despite everything that I thought when I was writing my personal statement, um, the number one thing, whatever degree, is to just, you know, be yourself, be very truthful about why you're interested. And if it's meant to be, then it'll be, and you'll fit 100% in somewhere with, at least I found with with my peers that there's like nice little slots that we can all kind of fit into and then call on each other to help out with and yeah um, that's quite rambly but yeah I agree <laughs> to nice. some little I agree <laughs> no it's nice um, uh, thank you Alice um, that's all that we have time for today uh, we've got some really interesting stuff um, and uh, thank you to the viewers uh, for listening in uh, whether that's on your podcasting platform or YouTube ICTV um we hope you guys are enjoying the autumn the the autumn weather now that we're falling out of the summer and um hope you're staying safe and um we'll see you guys next time